On this episode of K-Pod... What is summer like in Korea? What do we like about summer and what do we not like about summer in Korea? And events and festivals going on this summer around Korea on this episode of K-Pod. We record the podcast in downtown Changwon City, South Korea, at the only Irish bar in town, O'Brien's Irish Bar and Restaurant. They're located in Juwondong, right across from the International Hotel on the third floor. If you're in the area, be sure to stop by and check them out for some great food, drinks, and one of the best atmospheres in the area. O'Brien's Irish Bar, Changwon City. It's K-Pod. Life in Korea with your hosts, Scott, Marco, and Adam. Welcome back to K-Pod, Life in Korea, the podcast that brings you some of the lives and people working and living right here in South Korea and in Changwon City in particular. I'm one of the hosts, Adam. Beside me is Scott. Scott, how are you doing? Doing pretty good, thanks. Uh, And across from me is Marco. Marco, how are you? Doing awesome, thanks. With us this week is our guest, Michael. Michael, how are you? I'm doing all right. In this episode, we are going to talk about summer activities and events in Korea. First, we're going to talk about summer loving and weather. Then we're going to move on to summer activities. And finally, we're going to talk about the summer events around Korea in 2019. So today our guest is Michael. Michael, you run a very popular Facebook group. Can you talk about it? Uh, yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, I run Changwon Culture and Activity Group on Facebook that brings together foreigners uh, to go do things in Changwon and Korea. Excellent. Um, I made this group to help uh, people who are unfamiliar or new to Korea or, you know, people who have been here a while uh, find things to do and make friends. Um, and we have a lot of summer events and activities that we go to. Okay, great. Let's get into today's topic, summer. What do you like about the summer in Korea? Scott, what do you like? Do you like summer in Korea? I'm not a fan, no. Hey, why is but, that? Uh, the humidity. Okay. I can deal with the heat. I just don't like the humidity. Mm-hmm. So for me, it involves being indoors with air conditioner okay. as much as possible. But I mean, it's weird. When I came here, say around 2001, I thought it was really hot, but I haven't found it bad in the last six or seven years. Like it's becoming more tolerable maybe for myself. Okay. I can deal with it. It's not that bad. It's not my favorite season in Korea though. All right. Marco, what do you like about summer in Korea? Uh, I like the festivals. They have something going on every weekend. Mm -hmm. There is no shortage of interesting things to do, cultural or just pop cultural. Okay, great. Michael, do you like summer and what do you like about summer? I'd have to agree with both of uh, the other two here. I do not like the humidity, but I do love all the things that there are to do. Um... Not just the festivals, but Korea does have a long tradition of out doing outdoor activities like hiking and camping and things like that. Okay, great. Yeah, I'd have to say for myself, uh, I, I like summer, but yeah, the heat can be a little bit too much at times as well as the humidity. And I really hate mosquitoes getting into my apartment and biting my face and arms while I sleep. Let's move on to things that we don't like about summer in Korea. Scott, you mentioned the humidity. Are there any other things that... Uh... Uh, humidity is a key thing. I'm not a fan of the sun. I'm like, a, originally, I think I'm a redhead. Mm-hmm. Don't know anymore, but so I have fair skin, so I burn easy. Yes. But I'm not a big fan. I hate beaches. Mm-hmm. I think it's the worst place on planet Earth. Okay. 
I can't stand sand. Gets everywhere. You're not a I big just, swimmer? I love swimming. Okay, just not at the beach. Uh, I can. I'd rather be in the water than not in the water at a beach. Okay. I, just, I hate sand. Mm. It just gets everywhere. And I see. So uh, I'm not a beach person. I'm, if, I'm not the type of person that if I could travel anywhere, I wouldn't go to like some beach resort in some hot country, tropical country. Okay. I'd rather go to Antarctica or somewhere mm. like that. Okay. It's not a big fan of the beach. Alaska. Okay. Marco, what are some things you don't like about summer in Korea? Nothing. I mean, the heat can be pretty bad, but I mean, if you take precautions, I mean, sunscreen. I will say uh, sometimes at night, it is difficult to sleep. Okay. Because the heat, like even if your air conditioner is on, like it's still like a lot of the buildings are not so well insulated because they're put up real fast. Yes. Uh, so you like, you wake up and you're like sweating and I'm like, I'm butt ass naked and my air conditioner's on. I don't have any blankets or pillows. Like, why am I sweating this much? Okay. Are there any insulated buildings in Korea? I think I have yet to find anything that can retain a temperature for more than five minutes after you turn off an air conditioner. Right. Just wrap your house in bubble wrap. <laughs> yeah, I've seen people do that. I've done it. I've seen it in the windows. <laughs> Michael, what are some things you don't like about summertime here? Um, I'm fine with the sun, actually. I got some Southern European genetics, so I am don't burn. I just turn a nice brown. But yeah, the humidity is not, not my thing. Mosquitoes are not my thing. And beaches. I actually like the feeling of sand and I like swimming, but... I don't like how if you go to a Korean beach and you swim more than, you know, 10 feet out, they start freaking out and send lifeguards and jet skis after you. No, no, too deep, too deep. Mm. No, I, I can swim. Let me go. I think the beaches here can get quite crowded here. Well. Yeah, that is true. Just don't go to the popular ones and uh, you might be able to avoid both the crowds and the you know, depth regulations. Mm. And everybody's under, what do they call those umbrellas? Parasol. Umbrella, yeah, parasols. The parasols. Yeah. The beach is covered in them. That's right, yeah. I have no problems with parasols. Uh, neither do I, but I'd rather be under one than in the uh, open. Yeah. Yeah. I like the attire summer. Mm. What certain people wear and stuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think we can agree on that. But I also, I hate the electricity bill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I find it interesting, speaking of attire, how some things are acceptable here and some things aren't. It's kind of a flip like, of that uh, home. Mini skirts versus cleavage. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. God forbid you show any portion of your upper body. Mm. You know, though, like, it's weird if you go to the beach, like, everybody's wearing, like, these one pieces or t-shirts and stuff on the beach. But I don't know that that's, I think that's just a trend because I've heard that, like, 10, 15 years ago, like, bikini and like two pieces were really common mm. so i don't think it's necessarily a cultural thing i think it's just the trends i used to go to hyundai beach but i would spend it in paradise hotel mm -hmm. on the third floor they had a you know it's a club they have two swimming pools up there and other things so i would just spend it at the swimming pool there and look down at the beach of all the parasails and people but uh how much did that run you it was 50 bucks a day okay Fifty thousand won back this is a long time ago okay maybe it's but more one thing i don't like about swimming in korea they make you wear all kinds of clothing to go swimming swimming caps caps well i don't need a cap do you well, mean like at a pool yeah in pools yeah i don't so, not been no pool. they'll make you wear a swimming cap I, not necessarily with me because they don't have hair yeah 
But, uh, and they also now, I heard, they make you wear the long sleeve shirts. Really? Like the spandex swimming type. I understand why they do that. I mean, they don't make you do that at the beach, but, like, the material is cooling. Like, it's not, like... Well, I get it, too. If there's people, at least foreigners, that have, you know, a sweater of hair. It's all about hair, right? I don't... They don't want hair in the swimming pool, so... So there's back hair, stomach (laughs) hair, chest hair. Uh, head hair. That's why you gotta wear the swimming caps and stuff like that. What if you have a beard? Yeah, that's the only hair I have left. So. <laughs> Alright, I have to wear a chin, some kind of <laughs> chin cap, chin mask, ninja mask just to <laughs> swim. Alright, let's move on. Uh, what do you miss about summer back home that you can't do or get here in Korea? I know for me, some of the festivals back in Toronto I miss quite a bit, like the taste of the Danforth and other things like that. Uh, Marco, are there any things you miss about summer back in your home country? Uh, yeah, uh, camping, like, camping here is good, but, like, it's very regulated. Like, you can't just go find any place in the woods you want to go and go camping. Uh, so it's not, it doesn't feel as much like real, oh, I don't want to say real camping, I guess it's all real camping, but. You mean, like, the rustic feel? Yeah, like, I don't know, back home, one of my, one of my best friends, uh, his family just had this area of land, and I think the goal was eventually to build, like, uh, a house there but there was no house and we didn't even use tents we would we'd get uh, hammocks with like rain cover so we all just took care of our own sleeping arrangement and then like every summer like three or four times throughout the summer we'd just go camping and like there was nothing really close like it really felt like we were out there we were just separated from the world it was nice to be away from and our phones obviously we had mm-hmm. and like we're listening to music but here w- even when you go camping you still feel like you're w- with the rest of the world you don't really feel as much like you're separated you still have wi-fi yeah regardless of where you go <laughs> yeah. right you don't have that that's not necessarily a problem i won't complain about that but and yeah what's the like how many other campers are in the area with you? It's true. Like here, they're going to, because you have to camp in like the designated areas. It's hard to go find a place where you're actually away from other people and not just you and your friends. You can do it. Oh, I'm sure you can. We've done it. We've gone camping. Maybe you're not allowed to, but what's the worst that's going to happen? Just play the dumb foreigner card. I didn't know I (laughs) couldn't be here. Somebody might come up and say, hey, you can't camp here. It's like, oh, I didn't know. I don't know what you're saying. (laughs) All right, Scott, are there any things you miss about back home that you can't uh, do here in Korea? I don't like the heat, so yeah. Okay. Basically, like uh, where my parents live in Newfoundland, summers I get to about 15 degrees Okay. This is a nice hot day. Mm. You don't need air conditioners and stuff like that. So kind of just miss the... I really like, say, fall and spring mm-hmm. in Korea. I like that kind of weather. Like even right now, is a bit getting a bit warm. It's going to be a hot summer. So that's like four weeks out of the whole year here. So I just prefer colder weather. Okay. okay. Michael, is there anything you miss about summer back, back home? Um, I miss the access to a wide variety of affordable fruits and vegetables, believe it or not. That's okay. something when summer rolls around, I want my watermelon, I want my cherries, I want my pineapple. I want to be able to like have that kind of summer feel um, in terms of what I'm eating and not have to spend 15,000 won for a watermelon when it would be like a third of the price back home. Mm. Or like if I want a barbecue, like having access to you know, the way we do our cuts of meat or the way we do our hamburgers, like 
I just, I really miss that. Okay. And I never th- really thought about it until I came here and I was like, man, it's, it's watermelon weather. And then mm. I would see the price of a watermelon or like pineapple, man, I want pineapples and cherries and can't afford it. Mm. Yeah. So that's something I really miss. Is there something that we would call like the Korean equivalent? What do you mean? Like, uh, as far as like watermelon, like, are there summer foods here? They have tamwe, what was tam, like that that yellow melon melon thing, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they do have watermelon rolls around in the summer, but that's really they have a, oh. not watermelon, but I can't think of the name right off the top of my head. But uh, popping sue or something like that. Popping sue. Yeah, the it's, uh, shaved ice. It's, yeah, it's shaved. It's like cereal and ice. Yeah, hot beans. So, so Pop, being popping sue. Or is that the name of the restaurant? There's like a. No, it's the name of the dish. Oh. That's only in the summer. It's like milk, mm. ice, and I mean, cereal, basically. But mm. I do like the shaved ice foods, though. Like you can get like a melon with like the shaved ice, and then like some sweet milk or stuff put on it. Yeah, there are a huge variety of those now. I feel like when they first came out, I don't know if it was a first came out or when I just first learned about it, but it was mostly just the red bean and shaved ice. But now you can have it like topped with mangoes, topped with blueberries, mm. topped with cereal. Cream cheese. Chocolate, cream cheese, yeah. And cold noodles are more popular. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I do love summer. some cold noodles. Nengmyeom. What's that called? Nengmyeom. Yeah. I think. Nengmyeom. All right, let's move on to summer activities. What are some things you can do in the summer in Korea? For me, I enjoy going to the beach. Scott, not so much. What do you like to do in the summertime here? Uh, stay home in the air conditioning and watch, I don't know, Stranger Things. Okay. <laughs> I think comes out in the summer. Okay. But, uh, uh, I, I, like camping, I love camping. Like, you should go to Canada to do some camping. But uh, it's too hot in the summer to camp. I prefer doing that in spring or fall. Concerts, I do. I'm a big music fan, so there are always big concerts. Like I mentioned in a previous podcast about Metallica. That's in uh, that was in August. Mm-hmm. I've seen Metallica a couple times here. Other bands. Mm-hmm. Like Red Hot Chili Peppers and stuff. It's always been in the in the summer, usually at Olympic Park in Seoul. Yeah, we're going to go through some uh, summer events later on in this podcast or in this episode. Uh, one of them includes the Jisan Valley Rock Festival. Marco, what are some things you like to do in the summertime here? Uh, there's not much that I do during the summertime that I don't do during the winter because the winters here are pretty mild. I mean... Uh, I still go to the beach. Obviously, I'm not swimming. They don't let you go in the water at certain times of the year and whatnot. But uh, I still go to the beach in the winter and I'll just hang out and drink because you can they have a lot of times the the Christmas lights and things set up down the beach. And then you can buy like the fireworks and things that you mm-hmm. can like set off over the water and whatnot. Um, so there's not a whole lot that I do during the summer that I wouldn't do. It's mostly like he said, just like events and things mm-hmm. that they have during the summer that they don't have so much during the winter. Okay. Michael, what do you, what do you like to do here? In the uh, like Scott, I really hate the humidity. So I would like to stay inside and spend a lot of time sitting under the air conditioner. But uh, I do like hiking if I can get a group to go with me early in the morning. I'm a morning person, so 5 a.m. hike is totally down. Um, but I recognize most other people aren't, you know, rearing to go at 5 a.m. Have you ever gone on a night hike? I have not. I do want to do that. That would be nice to avoid the heat and just get a different feel. Um, I have a friend who does them regularly, uh, Hendrik from South Africa, who also I'm going to mention uh, his new cafe slash restaurant. It's uh, in Jungangdong in Changwon in the Sugwang office tell first floor. It's called the Snack Shack. You can find some South African cuisine there and it's very tasty. Uh, another thing I like doing in the summer is if you want to get the air conditioner but still go outside, like rent a pension or go glamping, 
Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of places around Korea that you can do that for not too expensive, maybe 50,000 won a night. But then you get the benefit of, you know, having a barbecue or, you know, having a fire. But then when it gets too hot, just pop inside. Okay. I would recommend the health club thing at Paradise Hotel and probably other hotels too. Mm-hmm. You know, you can pay so much, you get access to their whole health club and swimming pools, and they're not crowded at all, so they're kind of nice. Yeah, I might give that a try, actually, this summer. I don't think they'd let you in, but... (laughs) Okay, because I'm a reprobate. Well. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's talk about uh, some ways to beat the heat. So... Uh, oftentimes I'll see people eating ice cream or watermelon in the summertime to try and cool themselves off. Obviously there's air conditioning. Are there any other ways you beat the heat in Korea? I know in Korea, department stores and places like that, summers when they're packed, people go to shopping malls, anywhere that has air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Actually, people go. Restaurants are busier. Yep. Uh, I was a fan, actually, in Changwon, it's a little different because I think they outlawed it. But I did like like restaurants and bars with the patio mm-hmm. where you can sit outside and eat and right. have a few drinks. Did like they I think they did. I was like, I see those everywhere. Did they? Yeah. And Sangnam, I think one year they outlawed it because people on the other floors complained about it uh, because it brought more business to the first floor mm. companies in the building. But just uh, like ch- chicken restaurants and stuff like that in Sangnam, mm-hmm. they were nice to sit outside at nighttime. But uh, what were we talking about? How to, how to beat the heat. Not that way. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but uh, just being indoors. Really, mm-hmm. I mean, even banks are busier in the summer than they are because air conditioning. Okay, Marco, what are some ways you uh, beat the heat? I don't really mind the heat too much. Uh, I've never been like a super sweaty person. Like I do sweat more here than I did back home. I think due to the humidity. But uh, like here, they have a lot of things. Like they have the handheld, like the personal fans. So like if I'm starting to like feel the heat enough, like I'll have like my personal fan and just blow it on my face for a few minutes and put it back in my bag. Mm -hmm. or I always carry water bottles. I have students who come to school and they bring ice packs and they'll just hold them on their forehead when it's really hot. Um, Myself, I just, I don't mind much. I prefer the shade. I do like here, I don't know if they do it all over Korea, but I like that here in Changwon, a lot of the the crosswalks and places will have large parasols for you to stand under while you're waiting for the light to change so you can cross the streets. Yes, I've seen those, yeah. Yeah, I think for me, uh, trying to find air conditioning, um, wearing very light fabrics can help. Wear a lot of linen. Yeah, a lot of linen. Uh, but unfortunately, I, I sweat or a nothing. lot. Or nothing. <laughs> I get arrested. I also wear a lot of uh, the microfiber, like athletic wear is mm-hmm. really breathable. Yeah. It's really popular here. Yeah. yeah. And then here they have like all the kinds, like the long sleeves that's made for for cooling instead of just like, you know, like I'm used to back home. We wear those in the winter so we can still go running outside when it's cold. But here they make the long sleeve that actually keeps you cooler because mm-hmm. I think like your sweat activates it or something. Okay. I'm not sure. Michael, what are some ways uh, you like to beat the heat? Um, I like to find a body of water and get near it. Um, so like, even like if you go to the park and they've got like a fountain going, like it'll like leave a spray of water that'll just kind of mist on you and, you know, just water in general, cool you off. Um, and then again, what you guys have said, uh, go inside under air conditioning and under parasols and things like that. I do greatly over consume ice cream though. (laughs) The, uh, density or the, what you call it, the large number of ice cream places and Baskin Robbins in Korea is, uh, 
both great and my downfall. <laughs> and actually, I mentioned off the podcast, uh, having a dehumidifier mm-hmm. in your house mm-hmm. really helps. It does. I have. I just bought a small one, and it makes a huge difference. Sometimes I don't even need the air conditioner just because of, because of the dehumidifier. I think I have to get one of those because I live on the ground floor of my apartment building. Sometimes, like I'll find like a little layer of mold because it gets really, really muggy in there. Sometimes, so I probably should buy one. Probably just see it. <laughs> All right, so we talked about uh, ways we can beat the heat in Korea. Now we're going to move on to some summer events around Korea. We have a list of events going on around Korea this summer. If you are in the country and you want uh, to plan something with your friend or your significant other, we will go through each one and talk about them and summarize them. So first I'm going to talk about the Boryang Mud Festival. This takes place between July 19th and July 28th this summer. It takes place in... Daechon Beach Mud Square in Boryang Si, Chungcheong Namdo. At the Boryang Mud Festival, visitors jump into a huge pool of mud for more than just fun, as Boryang Mud is well known for its excellent quality and efficacy. Sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> for <laughs> me. Okay. But I get the appeal of it. And it's really popular in Korea. It's very popular. Uh, I had some friends invite me one year and I said, no, I don't. That doesn't really sound like my cup of tea. And uh, they didn't really enjoy it. But I've heard other people have quite a quite a lot of fun there. Michael, have you been to this festival? I have not, but I've had a lot of friends go and say they enjoy it. Okay. Marco, have you, have you been? <laughs> I have been twice. Okay. And what did you think? There you go. Uh, the first time, like I had fun. I went with friends. It was a great time. Uh, like the issue, this was like an anniversary. It was like a special year or something the first time I went. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was extra, extra crowded. So we were, wait- they had huge water slides and it was great, but we had to wait. It was like being at a theme park uh, in the West where you have to wait uh, in a line for about half an hour to 45 minutes for like 30 seconds of fun. Uh, but there were other things to do besides just that. I mean, you can go off the out of the the actual like mud area mm-hmm. and you can go down to the beach, which is really cool. They have uh, concerts there. I mean, I, last year I saw a lot of great. I mean, if, if you're not into K-pop or you don't know like any Korean artists, you might not be interested. But like I've seen uh, like Sai was there a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nine Muses, Dynamic Duo, Dean, Jung Jin, like a lot of people that I like, I've seen there, uh, discovered. I actually was like really... playing? Yeah, like performing. Not just jumping in the mud. No, no. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe, but yeah, con- they were... Concerts. <laughs> they, concert. Yeah, they have concerts, a huge concert on the beach next to the area where the, the mud is. Last year, they did, during the day, they did a, an air show. Uh, I think they have that every year now. Yeah. From uh, videos I've seen. Yeah, I had never seen air show before but it was awesome i was all about it and the mud is like from a factory or something right it's like uh you're not going to see it on that list but i think it's 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 not like mud like just the dirt mixed with water it's uh something to do with i don't know if it's a healthcare factory or something okay there is there is something special well, about it. There's something about the mud. You can buy Boryong mud products. Like I like in my shower at home, I've got like the shampoo, conditioner, and uh, yeah, like body it's, wash it's set. Mud it's, shampoo. It's produced. I like it. I love it in some way. Yeah. Okay. But so it's kind of artificial. Then, it's still mud to me. Well, I mean, maybe it's like they use the mud, like the Dead Sea mud or something like mm-hmm. that. Okay. I've heard it's heavily catered to foreigners. Is there a disproportionate amount of foreigners at that event? Uh, there were a lot of foreigners at the. 
that's that seems weird to me because like a lot of people I feel like from back home would be like oh mud like what do you do you just throw it at each other that doesn't sound very fun I was gonna say um I'm not a huge fan of crowds so for the size of this festival how crowded is it you mentioned long waits in line but is that due to lack of yeah that was my first year going the second year I went it was not as crowded like that year was just like a special like big event I don't know what was going on uh second year it wasn't as crowded and uh the first year I didn't really spend any time during the day on the beach but pretty much uh I stayed inside the festival part the whole time uh so this this last time I went I spent a a lot more time on the beach and i definitely enjoyed my second year a lot more okay good to know all right uh next festival i'm going to talk about is the buchan international fantastic film festival this takes place between june 27th and july 7th of this year uh this is a film festival taking place in buchan city hall uh, buchan gymnasium korea comics museum and buchan art bunker this festival screens independent movies from all over the world and offers a chance to engage in freestyle conversation with the directors the festival showcases movies from a variety of genres including horror mystery thriller and sci-fi does this festival sound appealing to any of you guys i think it sounds fun but like where is where is buchan buchan i think is a suburb of seoul maybe i'm in the film festivals but probably isn't that big so like i know like how, busan film festivals yeah, huge busan if there's a film festival in korea busan film festival is the one i'd go to so mm-hmm. i'm out michael does this uh, interest you at all this film it, festival? uh it depends on the language range of what films are showing mm-hmm. i mean do they usually subtitle them if they're i mean we're in korea do they have korean subtitles do they have english subtitles? that's a good point yeah i'm not sure all right well, that's a film festival. If anyone's, <laughs> if anyone listening is interested, uh, we mentioned briefly earlier water gun festival. So I'm going to talk about the Sinchon Water Gun Festival taking place between July 6th and 7th of this year. This takes place in Sinchon, which is a university area, I believe, around in, oh. in, in Seoul. Uh, the Water Gun Festival has been selected as Seoul's most iconic festival four years in a row. It's the biggest, the biggest festival, summer festival now in Korea. Right, uh, and this. This year the theme is called retake the kingdom Ooh. so it's packed with fun events and from water gun fights to street performances this festival will be the ultimate summer fun to beat the heat and have fun with your friends and family in seoul i planned to go to this uh, festival a couple years ago but then unfortunately it got postponed by a week so i missed it um scott would you i don't think you'd be interested in something like this uh it sounds the most fun mm-hmm. out of most of these events i would like it uh 20 years ago, I would have loved it. Mm-hmm. Water guns are fun. I don't think I'd do it now, but it sounds interesting. Okay. Also, it's kind of like the Mud Festival, though. It kind of sounds like... Overly crowded. Or... Overly crowded. Mm-hmm. Marco, would you have any interest in attending this? Absolutely. Yeah? I would love to do something like that. That sounds fun, right? Yeah. Michael? Oh, yeah. Totally. I uh, basically never got enough childhood done during childhood, so I'm uh, still got a little part of me that wants to go back to being a kindergartner. Super soaker time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I might I might go this year. I'm not sure, because I, I was kind of a bummer that I missed it last time. I don't know why it was postponed, but I, mean, I think there may have been some kind of water ban during that time, so they had to postpone mm-hmm. it. They have concerts and DJ festivals and all that thing going on, too. Mm-hmm. But it's also the most complained about uh, 
festival from locals. I could see that, yeah. Because of the trash that's left behind. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what kind of what kind of water guns would you rock? Would you be like a one super soaker? I probably would you have, have multiple. I probably little have little pistols. Yeah, super soaker, and then a couple pistols in the pocket to back yourself up. Yeah, dual wield. <laughs> Few water balloons. Bombs. Oh yeah, I get like the catapult or the slingshot. Mm. All right, leading into uh, another water festival I'm going to mention. It's uh, the Jungnamjin Janghung Water Festival. This takes place between July 26th and August 1st of this year. Uh, this takes place in areas of the Tamjingang River and Cypress Forest Woodland in Janghungun, Jolanando. So that's the province next to uh, where we are right now, Gangsangnamdo. Yeah, so this is a water festival. Uh, teaches the value of water for the environment, humans, and energy in many ways through its exhibits, films, and hands-on programs. Exciting summer water programs such as riding in wooden boats or rafts or water recycling, sorry, or water cycling are popular among visitors. So this doesn't really have much of the fun vibe of the Sinchon Water Gun Festival, but would would any of you guys be interested in going to this one? I think it sounds really fun. Like, it's more of the chill fun. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. a lot of people, when they think of festivals, they want to go do something like really active like the water gun festival but uh this festival sounds like it would be like just a fun more relaxing festival you could just get out and chill kind of like i mean i've done other festivals like the undong mass festival like i wasn't like wrestling people or fighting Mm -hmm. with people so this kind of sounds like that and i love that so i think i would be down for this as well okay you also said there's um rafts and boats yeah it says here rafts and boats Oh, I'd totally be down for that. Yeah, it might be fun. Yeah. I like the educational factor about it too. Like water is such an important resource. So like learning about its effects on the, on the environment as well as ourselves and mm-hmm. how we can help keep it clean and things like that is just, hopefully that's what they talk about. I don't know what they talk about. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it'll be educational for any uh, children visiting that festival. All right. Next, I'm going to talk about the Jisan Valley Rock Festival. This takes place between July 26th and July 28th of this year. This is at Jisan Resort, Jisan Ro, Incheon City, Gyeonggi-do. In, not in Incheon, right? Oh, sorry, Ichun. Yes, yes Ichun, yeah. not Ichun. Uh, all right, so the <laughs> Jisan uh, Valley Rock Festival features performances of top international rock artists, including King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Quite the name there. <laughs> Um, the great music can be enjoyed along with the natural surroundings by camping out at the Jisan Resort Campground. Now, I think, Marco, you've been to this one or you've been to some kind of rock festival like this? I have been to the Jisan Valley Rock Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I went, it was not only rock. Like, there was a lot. Well, my musical tastes are very broad. Like, I love rock music and then I love electronic music. I love classical music, folk music, like any sort of music. This one I really enjoyed because unlike a lot of other festivals, this one did have such a broad range of artists. I mean, the main stage was mostly focused on rock musicians, though I did see uh, Major Lazer mm-hmm. and Lord were there uh, and they are neither one rock musics, uh, but the Gorillas were there and they're more, they're like, you know, the alternative rock sort mm-hmm. of feel. Uh, well, they have a unique sound, but still. And did you bring a tent? Did you sleep in a tent for this? Oh, or? we camped. We didn't bring our own tent. We like, you know, they have like the different levels of like the kind of tents that they have, like the luxury tents. And okay. We didn't get the luxury tents, but we didn't get the uh, most basic tents either. Okay, you got uh, kind of the middle ground one. Yeah, we were in the middle ground, and it was right next to the field where the main stage was. Oh, that's nice. So we were close to everything. 
everything. Man, man, that was a great festival. Like mm. even like late at night, uh, there were like after the music stopped, there were areas where DJs were playing. There was like a building, a big tent with a DJ. There was even a place out in the woods where they had a DJ and like they had little mini bar, like pop up bars uh, at these different areas where DJs were playing just so you could keep going all night if you wanted to. Okay. That, actually, I, that sounds really good. Like just the variety of music and stuff. Uh, and I discovered a lot of like new artists, like Korean artists that because I, you know, when you think of K pop, you think of K pop, but I discovered like a lot of the rock and the non like mainstream K-pop mm-hmm. music at this festival that I'm really like some of these groups like Glenn Check I really liked or Nine and the Numbers like that was really cool to find too. Did you go through a some sort of tour agency or did you go like did you book the tickets on your own? Uh, well, when I came here, I came with uh, at the same time as this girl Tiffany mm-hmm. and uh, she and I were tight and she she blames it on being a Capricorn. I don't know anything about that, but she is a planner. Okay. She does her research for everything and she sets shit up. So she uh, checked every day, like who was playing every day, what stage they're playing at, how we could maximize our time to see the best artists. Mm-hmm. And she found the best way to get the ticket. She took care of all of that. All I did was give money and go. I think they have they have had some big bands there. I think, uh, what's uh, the name of the band? Um, Nirvana's drummer. Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters were there, I think, a few years ago, maybe three years ago. I think I remember hearing that, yeah. I think it was at that festival anyway. So they do have a few big bands. Okay. All right, moving along, we're going to talk about the Buyo Sodong Lotus Festival. This takes place from July 5th until July 7th of this year, and it takes place in an area of the Sodong Park and Gongnamji Pond in Buyo-gun Chungcheongnamdo. The lotus like the flower? Yes. The Buyo Sodong Lotus Festival is held at Gongnamji, the first man-made pond in the nation. Visitors can view many lotus flower varieties, including red and white lotuses, as well as water lilies. At night, the pond is illuminated with LED lights and sculptures. And the most popular event at the festival is the performance showcasing the love story between Prince Sodong and Princess Sohua. So, does this sound appealing to any of you guys? I feel like if you combined it with another event, like if you were, since it's so close... It's Chungcheong Namdo. Yeah, I feel like if you were doing other things in that area, it'd be a great way to swing by and check it out. But I don't think I'd go for that on its own. Marco, would you be interested in this? Uh, maybe. Like, the the festival as a whole doesn't sound that exciting, but I am a, an avid history lover. So, like, the story part at the end, like, I think that would be pretty cool. But mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know that I'd want, I mean, it's not that far, but I don't know if I would want to go that far just for that. Okay. Next, we're going to talk about the Busan Sea Festival. This takes place in August from the 2nd until the 6th. Uh, this is at Heyunday Beach, Gwangale Beach, Busan Songdo Beach, uh, Songjong Beach, and Daedong, Dadeno Beach in Busan. Busan Sea Festival is a huge event that combines several events and festivals such as a rock music festival, a beach dance festival, and a number of water sports. Concerts on the beach are a highlight of the festival along with night pool party, with a night pool party, water carnival, and Gwangale dance party. Now this sounds right up my alley. I think I might go to this one if I'm free during that time in August. Marco, would you be interested in this one? Yeah, because it's really like, it's close, you know, which is, I mean, public transportation here is easy, but the closer things are, the more likely I am to go to it. Right. 
Um, but it just it has a lot going on, which is good because sometimes like when we were just talking about like the flower, it's like that's one thing and it's not that interesting. So here it's like you have a lot of different options and because it's in so many different locations, like if one location's too crowded, go check out another location, like just see what all's there. Okay. Michael, do you think you'd be interested in this one? Yeah, that does sound interesting. And I was thinking about like what Marco said, if it's too crowded in one area, go to another. Cause like, I know if it was only held on Hyundai Beach, I wouldn't want to go there because every time I go to Hyundai, it's way too crowded and I just feel really crushed. Yeah. But if you could go to one of the less popular beaches and do some of the events, that would make it worth it. Yeah, it's nice when festivals are spread out. I remember <laughs> I lived in Prague for a year and they had like a this thing called the Thousand Isle Thousand Islands uh, Music Festival and it took place in different areas of the city. So if you were into, uh, let's say, death metal, you'd go to one area of the city. If you liked something like ska, you'd go to another place and then just alt rock. It was pretty good. Scott, would you be interested in this Busan? Uh, because it's close uh, probably the most likely one that I would go to mm -hmm. just because I have friends in Busan so it's an excuse to go visit mm -hmm. but no. everyone hit up HQ bar in Guangali yeah. yeah Jesse go see Jesse yeah Jesse or uh, or the basement is uh, a friend of mine Matt's Okay, is that a full quality? Uh, no. Andy? Not sure. But, uh, not a beach fan, so concerts, sure. Slice La Life is in Guangali. That's uh, a good beach place. Mm. Yeah, I'm a, I prefer... Guang Ali to Hyundai personally because it's usually less crowded mm -hmm. um, and they've got like I did a draft beer tour there once mm. and I they have a lot of great bars in that area so the like, restaurants too yeah. yeah the food is good too yeah next all right Incheon Pentaport Rock Festival taking place from August 9th to the 11th this takes place Songdo Dalbit Festival Park in Incheon Incheon Pentaport Rock Festival is a must visit for rock fans this annual festival invites Famous rock artists from Korea and overseas to perform on the large outdoor stage. Artists coming this year include Two Door Cinema Club. And they're more like an indie. Sadaliza? Sadaliza? YB? Broccoli, U2, and many more. U2? It says Broccoli U2. <laughs> <laughs> so broccoli, not you two, like the Bono you two. I think this is just a different, uh, maybe lesser known band. Um, I think Marco, you were talking about this Pentaport Festival recently. Well, it's, when I tried to find, because I was looking up, I wanted to go to the Jisun Valley Rock Festival again mm -hmm. because I loved it so much the first time. But last year, I couldn't find any information about it. And like even earlier today, when I was looking, it still had the one from two years, like the pictures, like the artists from two years ago when I went. And I read, I thought I read that maybe it had merged with the Pentaport Rock Festival, but I could be mistaken. All right. And Scott, you like going to concerts. Would you be interested in uh, this one? I'm into all kinds of rock concerts and stuff, but at the end of the day, I'm a stay, stay at home type person now. So if it's a concert nearby or a band that I really want to see, I would go, but probably not. Okay. Michael? Uh, sorry, where did you say this was? Because I was going to... This is in Incheon. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, like Scott, I'm a, not a fan of traveling far. So if, if it was in the area, I totally would go but not if I've got to spend a couple hours. All right. All right. We just got a couple more here. We're going to blow through and then wrap things up. Uh, the Tongyong Great Battle of Hansan Festival. This takes place from August 10th to the 14th uh, in areas of Cultural Plaza, Tong, Tongjeyong, and Yisunshin Park in Tongyong-si, Gangsangnam-do. The 
Pongyong Great Battle of Hansan Festival is held to commemorate the patriotism of Admiral Yi Sun-shin, who led his people to victory during the Imjin War. The festival features a parade for Yi Sun-shin and a recreation of the Battle of Hansan, as well as ocean sports and hands-on experiences such as making models of the ironclad turtle ships built by Admiral Yi during the Imjin War and arrows. Uh, this sounds like a lot of fun. Michael, I think you've attended this one before? Uh, I've been to Tongyang and I'm a huge fan of uh, Admiral Yi Sun-jin, mm-hmm. but I haven't actually been to this festival, so I do want to go this year. Okay. Um, I'm just, like, if you look at the history of him and his tactics and how successful he was, it's super impressive, and, like, how he would fight off, like, over 300 Japanese ships with just, you know, like, 10, I think he had 10 ships at mm-hmm. his disposal about, and he would sink hundreds of Japanese ships. Yeah. And, he- yeah, so totally interested in him. Yeah, Yi Sun-jin is uh, greatly revered here in, in Korean society. There's statues of him everywhere. Uh, Marco, would you be interested in this festival? Absolutely. As a history lover, I'm down for anything to learn more about history and to appreciate more. Okay. How about you? Uh, I would, yeah, I would like this type of thing. I would... I'd be interested in seeing the recreation of a battle mm-hmm. on on the water. So, yeah, I'd be interested in it. I'll bring a water gun, too. <laughs> Just shoot people for no reason. Yeah, I think I'd be interested in this one, too. And it's pretty close to Changwon as well. Is it? Yeah, Tongyang. Oh, two hours by Tongyang. bus? Maybe two hours, yeah, yeah, by bus. So, Koje, though. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Tongyang's in Koje. Well, not, it's not on Koje Island. Like, if you go, like, if Changwon is... You stay along the coast, but you don't actually go to the island. Oh, okay. And the last one we're going to talk about today is the Muju Firefly Festival. This takes place from August 31st until September 8th in areas of Dangnamju Arena, Namdaechon Stream, Yeche Cultural Hall, and Jinam Park in Mujugan, Jolabukdo. So this is northern Jola province. Muju. Muju is a ski hill. Right. So people might know it from skiing. Mm-hmm. Muju Firefly Festival is held in the clean environment of Namdaechon stream in Muju. In the evening, visitors are greeted by an unforgettable sight. Tens of thousands of fireflies lighting up the warm summer night like stars. Signature programs of the festival include learning about fireflies, sending up wish lanterns, and watching traditional cultural performances. I've been interested in this one. I think I might try to go this year. Uh, How about you guys? Does this sound uh, fun for you guys? (laughs) Yeah, I think this sounds really fun. Again, this will be another one of the more relaxed or chill festivals, but I can just like imagine seeing all all those fireflies like that would just be really exhilarating mm-hmm. especially like here in Changwon we don't see fireflies so much and I grew up in West Virginia mm-hmm. like very rural like catching fireflies was a big part of my childhood mm-hmm. so I would be a little nostalgic I think okay Michael would you be interested in this one yeah this sounds really nice um, for same reasons nice and relaxing but just like the it sounds super beautiful to have all the fireflies and um, I think they also have like fireworks and things like that to add on to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Scott, would you be interested in this one? Uh, I'd be interested. I don't know if I would go, but I'm more into the cultural events. Okay. Than the water gun type things. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah. Again, fireflies is a big thing. Again, like Marco said, in my childhood, and you see them all over the place in Canada. So I would, uh, I would go. Okay. Yeah, I think I'd go as well. 
All right, so we talked about a number of festivals. I'll just go over quickly uh, with the ones we mentioned. We talked about the Boryang Mud Festival, the Buchan International Fantastic Film Festival, the Sinchun Water Gun Festival, Jisan Valley Rock Festival, Buyo Sodong Lotus Festival, Jungnamjin Janghung Water Festival, Busan Sea Festival, the Incheon Pentaport Rock Festival, Tongyang Great Battle of Hansan Festival, and finally, the Muju Firefly Festival. If you're interested in any of these, I'm sure if you type into Google or Naver, you can get some more information and... I'll link to them in the podcast. Yeah, and find out ways or find some accommodation in the area. Are there any festivals or events that anybody has attended in the summer that weren't mentioned? You mentioned the K-pop one in Changwon? Oh, yeah. Uh, I looked it up. I finally did find it. Uh, it usually happens at the end of September. I think I, I just looked at it. It's going to be October 11th this year. It's a huge uh, uh, festival where people from around the world uh, who are who like K-pop, they cover songs or performances by their favorite groups. Mm-hmm. And it starts out, uh, there are like tryouts in different countries around the world. Or you can send in videos. And then you qualify, like each country, a group will be chosen, like the top however many. And then they all come to Korea at the end of the summer and they train like trainees do. I mean, maybe a little less intense than the real trainees. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, at the end of the summer and usually at the end of September, uh, but this year, I guess in October, they there is a big concert where they perform their songs uh, and then a winner is chosen at that concert there is also uh, there are also big names when i went i saw twice i saw bts monster x exid astro those are all really big names in k-pop uh, and like last year, 101 was there. So like last year it was canceled. Well, last year it got canceled because of the weather. weather. Yeah, but like they were, they were supposed to be headlined by 101. Mm-hmm. So like, if you like K-pop, it's really cool to see like other people from around the world. The competition was really fun, and then uh, you can see a lot of really big names. And they might even hang out at bars like here, mm-hmm. O'Brien's, or I know 21 was drinking. And 21 was at Warehouse, Warehouse last year. Right. Well, uh, a couple of the girls. Couple not, of years. Yeah. Two years ago. Wow. Yeah. But it was only, it wasn't the whole group. It was a couple of the girls. But they asked about O'Brien's, but it just happened to be closed at that point. Michael, are there any that uh, you know about that weren't listed here? Uh, well, there was the Andong Mask Dance Festival, but that's been pushed into October. Right. I think. Yes. Yeah. So not a summer festival. Okay. But you can highly recommend that one. Yeah. And I know one every year, I think it's August 15th, which is a... Korean holiday. I'm not sure on the holiday. I've seen Metallica twice on that day. (laughs) Uh, There's a concert that uh, has people, just big rock bands. Like previously it was Limp Bizkit and bands like that. Mm -hmm. Metallica, big rock bands. So every year around August 15th. Yeah, and also depending on which uh, city or town you live in, it's it's always... uh it's always helpful to ask your coworkers, your Korean coworkers, if they know about any festivals in your area that were not listed here. Well, fortunately, Korea is pretty small and public transportation is easy, so mm. you can usually find a way pretty easily. Yeah. All right. 
We're out of time on this episode. Once again, we covered things to do in the summer in Korea and summer festivals. We'd like to know your thoughts on this subject. If you have any comments or thoughts, always feel free to leave your comments wherever you find this episode. Don't forget to like and share. Follow us on the Changwon Facebook page, YouTube, iTunes, and wherever you find podcasts. Once again, I'm Adam, and you can find me at Facebook, Adam Maxwell Kent, and on Instagram at Everstalwart. Marco, where can people find you? You can find me at kpop.global, as well as my Instagram, Marco. Baia, B-A-I-L-L-E. Hey, Scott, where can people find you? You can find me at anything Changwaner, that's Changwan with an E-R, or this podcast, k-pod-cast.com, or hellosscott.com. Okay, and I'd like to thank our guest again, Michael. Thanks for being here. And where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Facebook at Changwan Culture and Activity Group, or just look for me by name, Michael DiLorenzo. That's D-E-L-O-R-E-N-Z-O. Remember, if you have any questions regarding living in Korea, you can get in contact with us anytime, wherever you find this podcast, and we'd be happy to help you out. If you liked this podcast and show, like it, rate it, share it, leave us your comments, and we'll see you again next time. We record our podcast in downtown Changwon City, South Korea, at the only Irish bar in town, O'Brien's Irish Bar and Restaurant. They are located in Juangdong, right across from the International Hotel on the third floor. If you're in the area, be sure to stop by and check them out for some great food, drinks, and one of the best atmospheres in the area. O'Brien's Irish Bar and Restaurant, Changwon City. 